0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with
1: Viator. One year ago, around this time, even further back really, it was May 2019, a podcast was born here on the Bleeding Green Nation podcast feed between myself, speaking now, Brandon LeGowton, of course, and Benjamin Solek, who I am with here today. Ben, after a long and arduous wait throughout the offseason, we are finally back with the long-awaited. And, you know, an idea that I thought was not really going to be well-received last year, but it was actually very well-received. <laughs> I felt like, if people love this thing. We're back, baby. It's hashtag jersey number analytics.
0: Yeah, I uh, this this podcast matters now. Last year, there was no pressure. This year, I feel like we got to deliver on expectations. You know, I took I took a couple months off, obviously hung out with the kids, the family, you know, recuperated, rested. By uh, October, I was back grinding, went back to the Mesopotamian number systems, started doing research there, went through the, the Aramaic and the Arabic systems, just, you know, making sure that you're comfortable with the background, going back to basics. Past few months, I've been peaking with my training and numbers show up on a flashcard. I have half a second to judge it relative to a uh, talent level and position. I feel sharp. I feel ready to go.
1: Yeah, so the reason why there's been a delay, Ben, here is because for some insane reason it took for the Eagles until August to announce all of their jersey numbers. So we were waiting on the undrafted rookie fridens, which you know we just had to get those in. You know, we we couldn't we couldn't skip those because we go through literally the entire roster, uh, one through obviously 99 is retired for the Eagles, so really one through 98 and everything in between. Um, we will analyze every single position, and this is really valuable information because when you think about it. <laughs> When you really think about it, jersey numbers are really important. And obviously you can kind of forecast uh, someone's outlook based on their number. And I was looking through uh, some of the, the results from last year, some of the uh, predictions that we made. Uh, I, I didn't re-listen to the whole podcast, but I kind of wrote a, a, a breakdown of like some players to feel good about and some players that were in major jeopardy. And Ben, on the players to feel good about list, we had Miles Sanders, we had TJ Edwards, mm-hmm. uh, Josh Sweat, uh, L.J. Fort, you know, all guys who, Braxton Miller, J.J. Artega Whiteside, all guys who played <laughs> well last year. You know, just When you said L.J. Fort,
0: I was like, ah, oh, we cut him, and he got good somewhere else. <laughs> but yeah, uh, no, 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 there were a couple that we were, like, the Josh Sweat change was critical, Miles Sanders 26 mm-hmm. was great, we did know L.J. Fort, this podcast, and also podcasts that do actual film and analytic-based research, were in on L.J. Fort, and if that's not a uh, reason to listen, a testimony. I don't know what else is.
1: And then on the the bad list, we had Josh Adams, Mac Collins, Carlton C, Clayton Thorson, and Charles Johnson. And we also had Hassan Ridgway. But in fairness, Ridgway changed his number and played better. So, again, right. I think this activity is probably incredibly useful Do you. Decision. I think,
0: I think, I think the biggest thing is finding those players that need to change their number. Like the Josh flint number change led to a better season. The Hassan Ridgeway better number change led to a better season. It's really like, obviously like everything that'll be said is, is, is worth its weight in gold for the next, however long this goes. We did like an hour last year, but it's those players who are like, all right, once camp cuts happen, these players need new numbers. Those are the ones to watch out for. And there's going to be, fewer numbers available right this year because or no no there'll, there'll be more players on the practice squad yes yeah, so there's gonna be fewer numbers mm. available this is really important
1: so before we get into it and we're just going to dive right in after this but i just want to say obviously bgn radio which is technically i guess this is an episode of it's a special who knows but it's presented to you either way by righteous felon craft turkey and now you can eat the same meat snacks that the eagles do you can go to righteous and use discount code bgn15 at checkout for 15 percent off orders of 50 dollars or more so go to that ben let's just start here Right from the top, number one, Cameron Johnson. What do you got?
0: Still good, still elite. Yep. Especially better because he's jacked.
1: It is he uh will be, I believe, a restricted free agent this off season coming up twenty twenty one. So he kind of needs a, a good performance this year. And uh that's all I got to say about Cameron Johnson. All right, number two. Important This is where Jalen, we have to start. Jalen Hurts. Number two. Literally number two. Like that is his jersey number. Number yep. two.
0: Let's be honest. He has a elite quarterback aesthetic. Elite. Wow. Number two is wow. an elite an elite quarterback number. He's extremely handsome. And also, like, because he's such a good athlete, the single digit, right? Like, it, I don't like when, when really good quarterback athletes are double digits, right? Like, even like Mahomes mm-hmm. and Wentz. Like, when they're out ski-daddling around with, like, 15 and 11, it's like, pfft. Lamar with eight, Jalen with two, Vic with seven. Like, that's... I Hertz looks so freaking good, which, for the purpose of the scope of this podcast, is extremely concerning because... If he looks so good, he's going to play well. And if he's going to play well, we've got a problem.
1: So you're already saying there's a quarterback controversy.
0: Yeah, the that's, I'm dancing around it. But there's does he have a better quarterback aesthetic than Carson Wentz? Yes or no? Like when um, Wentz got the shooting sleeve on, who looks better? I,
1: I liked. Now, Hertz wore two at Alabama, and I think that worked for him. And I missed the long hair because I, I like that look too. I kind of liked one at Oklahoma better, though. And I almost feel like if he had gotten the one instead of, you know, Cameron Johnson, you know, Cameron Johnson wasn't one, I would almost feel better about Hertz. I, I don't hate to. Although I kind of, you know, am reminded of Matt Barkley who wore that number. Obviously not the same kind of player. Just the vision of seeing that number two. But I almost want light liked number one for him, but I don't hate to.
0: If he had gotten number one, he would be the starting quarterback. Like, i that's <laughs> too much power, right? No, I, I forget that Hurts. Like, I forget about Hurts with the long hair. Because I, like a lot of people who, like, knew Hurts really well, who, like, they're NFL fans, they're not college fans, knew him from Alabama when he had the dreads. And I remember when he when he shaved the dreads when he arrived in Oklahoma. and I was like, "Oh, I'm super sad." I think he looks really good. I think mm. he's good with the dreads. I think he looks really good without him too. But yeah, like dreads number one. Jalen Hurts, he'd be the starting quarterback. Like you can't you can't look like that, and he would just take the job from Carson Wentz. And nobody would say anything because you, you would just look way too cool. He's the man. I love Jalen Hurts.
1: Menacea Bailey is number three. It's obviously just a terrible number for a wide receiver.
0: Great name though.
1: It, it's a good name. At uh, a Morgan State. I mean, here's the thing. He wore thirteen at Morgan State in college. So I kind of respect keeping the one jersey number, you know, a little bit of continuity there. But also 13 is actually now available since Marquise Goodwin opted out. So if I were him, I would actually try to go get that 13. That would be a big boost for his roster chances if he could actually do that.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Is he fast?
1: He is. He does have, a, yeah, he has that speed background, too.
0: Okay, then yeah. Then that maybe would be they at. could.
1: Maybe he could actually convince someone, like, that he is Marquise Goodwin, and, like, he <laughs> right. didn't actually opt if, out. Okay, if
0: he switches to thirteen, we will 100% get a training camp tweet, which obviously won't exist, because no one's going to training camp. But we would get a training camp tweet that would be like, this is Marquise Goodwin, and it's Vanessa Bailey.
1: Uh, Jake Elliott, number four, obviously, has never missed a kick, ever, so no. great number for him.
0: Elite, elite player, his field goal should be worth four, just because he's wearing the number four. That's a thing. He also point. he's probably also did they extend him?
1: Yes, yeah, they, yeah, they extended him last November. Yeah,
0: yeah, five year extension, deservedly so. Most important signing for the Eagles.
1: Never missed a kick. Nate <laughs> Sudfeld, number seven. I've, I've said this before. I believe like he looks like Sam Bradford to me in that number. And Bradford wore seven, but even like right. his body type kind of just seems a little bit as similar. Like it's kind of lanky guys and thinner. Right, big dude. Um, so I, I don't love that. But I don't hate the number seven on him.
0: I don't know if I said this on last year's podcast. He would look good in a teens' number. He would. Rockwell mm. 12. Well, 13. Oh,
1: wow. the, be the first person to wear it since Randall Cunningham.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Good point. Good point. point, point. All right, well, 13. Is
1: 17?
0: Uh, mm. Eagles have 17 open? Yeah.
1: Alshon. Oh, dang it. All
0: right, well, Alshon. How much longer is Alshon on the roster?
1: <laughs> okay, well, we get Alshon to. Alshon
0: leaves, so that needs to fucking get 17, so that we have three quarterbacks with. Prime Aesthetics.
1: You know who should really be in the teens? Number eight here, Kyle Lalletta. I feel like like he's he's the smallest quarterback on the roster, right? Well, I guess Hurts. Although, what? So Hurts no, is Hurts he- is, is
0: bigger than he is. He's like heavier.
1: Yeah, he's 6'1", 223. What do they list Lalletta at? 6'2", 219. Yeah, I just... Lalletta's I think Hertz,
0: 219?
1: That's what they list him at. But I just that's feel like absurd. Lalletta kind of looks small. Especially, mm-hmm. you know, obviously compared to, uh, to Sudfeld and Carson. I just feel like he would look better. And he wore 17 with the Giants last year. I thought that was like a really yeah. good look for him. And obviously you can't wear that here. But maybe, you know, like a 13 or a or something. Yeah, some some kind of number in the teens would have been better for him. Right.
0: He was five in college. So I don't really mm. know. Like five's open, right? Yeah, it is.
1: <laughs> are you kidding me, Matt
0: McNabb, Frank. Yes. I'm so bad <laughs> at remembering. Like I just am like all the numbers are available forever. I always yes. forget that this is a thing we have to deal with. Dang. Six? No. I think eight's the best that he's got available to him right now. Probably. I wouldn't want... Maybe... No, number I nine. would going to stay at eight. <laughs> I was going to be like, 11, but Carson has that. I'm positive.
1: Deshaun, 10. Not much to say, obviously. Just it just works. For, it's, it's the perfect number for him. Right,
0: yeah. Deshaun, please have a good season so that yeah. we can be, like, happy again mm. with you and your and be smart and your jersey.
1: Carson, 11. It's so crazy to me that Tim Tebow... <laughs> Tim Tebow was the... I feel like we don't talk about that enough. Like Tim Tebow, first of all, was actually on the Eagles. I feel like that's something that's actually right. like easy to forget somehow. He was wearing that number before Carson Wentz. He was the last person to wear that number 11, was Tim Tebow.
0: That Chip Kelly quarterback room had who? It had Bradford. This was like, what, 2015 Eagles? Yeah. So it had... Bradford,
1: Sanchez, Tim Bradford, Tebow, Sanchez, and Matt Barkley.
0: Was Hackenberg with them at any point?
1: No. That was last... Two years ago, I guess. Yeah, yeah. that was Peterson time. A, a Truly,
0: a Bradford-Sanchez-Hackenberg-Tebow quarterback room would have been a quarterback room of history. There's so, yes. so much power there, just in the complete wrong direction of what you want your quarterback room to do. That That is the anti-factory, and this now is the factory in terms of <laughs> the players that they had available.
1: I don't like... Yeah, 11 is obviously great for Carson. Uh, I don't like 14 for Robert Davis. I always just think of Riley Cooper when I see 14... It's not his fault, obviously, but I just – I don't love it. Also, he's a bigger guy. I just don't love him in the – I don't, I don't know. I just – I don't love 14. I also think of uh, a, a, like A.J. Feely. It's almost like a quarterback number to me. Like, I, I would like to see a lot of Letta in 14, I guess, before right. Robert Davis. But
0: Quez Watkins is what, 80? Yeah. Sw- swap him, right? I don't hate it. Quez in 14. I think that would look good. Quez in 14 and Bobby Davis Yeah, because Mike 80.
1: Wallace was wearing 14, I th- 80. think.
0: 80. Yeah, yeah. I think. I think that would be a lot better. It also fits the play styles better. As As we discussed on last year's pod, I remember this distinctly, all wide receivers should be in the teens forever. And you're mm. only allowed to be in the 80s if you're absolutely humongous. Like, which Robert Davis's yeah. game is being huge. So, Like uh, Michael Irvin. Yeah yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, so number 16 here. I like Deontay Burnett. Obviously, the Eagles receivers were so terrible last year. and I, I remember watching this clip, this like highlight clip, which is the insane thing to say. Deontay Burnett actually having a highlight clip. But he did with the Jets. Like he just looked, like, competent out there. He's like, he could actually, like, do NFL things. Like, not.
0: That route that they had him hit on that deep pass against the Giants in week 16? Yeah.
1: Right? Like that's Final week. 17, yeah,
0: that's not a That's not a route you get to anybody. You know what I mean? Like, that that's post-corner, and he flattens that out on, because they're running weak fun on that. That's not an easy route to snap off, and he did successfully. And they tried to target him deep a little bit. I mean, like, I'm going to say something that everybody's going to hate, but there's very little difference between Deontay Burnett and Greg Ward, in my opinion.
1: Mm. Here's here's a key difference and something I feel like people don't even realize. Do you know how old Deontay Burnett is?
0: Yeah, I know he was young coming out because he was young with went Darwin at USC. So he's like what, twenty three?
1: He's only twenty two.
0: Yeah. There you go.
1: One, two, three, four. There's only four players younger than him on the Eagles roster in terms of like actual number age. Uh that's crazy. You know, like he's younger than Arthur Whiteside, he's younger than Greg Ward. Like, I'm interested in him. I-, I think he could have potential. And he can catch.
0: We really have to talk about Arthaga Whiteside next, don't we?
1: Well, there's one in between there. Well, so. there's actually two. Uh, We'll do Alshon first. Oh, yeah,
0: Alshon. Yeah, right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: 17. uh, It's a good number for him, but the problem is (laughs) he shouldn't be on the team anymore.
0: Man, I remember, like, last year saying, you know, Alshon's still got it. Like, he's still got the skill set that, you know, he can be successful without elite athleticism. And the thing is, like, you watch that Miami game where he had 16 Mm -hmm. targets or whatever when he came back, and he can. Like, he can still be fine. It's just, number one, you have to acknowledge that you're not going to be getting the same amount of volume that you were once getting you're not athletically what you once were, and number two, the the organization's got to want to have you here, man. Like you know, this uh, I it's going to be frustrating when he goes somewhere else, acknowledging that he no longer has like star wide receiver one potential and is more chill and is good. Like he's going to be good for that team, uh, you know, for the twelve games, the ten games that they get him out in the field, because he's just going to have a different paradigm than he has here, and that's going to be annoying. And also, maybe he's going to wear eighty three. I don't know, but seventeen's a good number for him. <laughs>
1: It kind of comes down to the team thinks that, like, he's not malicious as much as he's just kind of maybe aloof or did some dumb things. But the problem is, like, are we going to be surprised if he does another dumb thing? Like, how are we going to be? It would be the third time. So, like, Like, what are we doing here?
0: What happens if, like, the four and three Eagles are getting so much more out of Jalen Rager than they are getting out of Alshon? Mm. But they continue to try to feed Alshon wide receiver one targets, Right. Like, his presence can be disruptive, even if he's not talking, just because of what you know the history is with him.
1: I mean, yeah, just look at how better the offense got without him down the stretch. Like, they weren't trying to force it anymore. And the other thing with Alshon, I guess I would say, oh, you brought up the Miami game. Like, yes, yes, I agree. But also, I mean, you have to look at the cornerbacks and defend, like, that's like like a practice squad starting secondary. I mean, you have, like, Ryan Lewis, who was on the Eagles practice squad at one point and called up, like playing for them fifth and sixth string cornerbacks out right. there. So, yeah, he did good against players he should have done good against. I'm not trying to take it away from him, but you can't be like, this is proof that he's still got it. Like, I, I don't know. Like, And now he's coming off the uh, the list Frank too. But we're spending too much time on Alshon, who Terrible. is on active PUP right now. And I would imagine he will miss at least the first six games on reserve PUP if it comes to that. But moving on to another wide receiver here, Ben. A wide receiver that I took in your little mock draft. When I was on with you and your co-host. Good pick. Trevor Sigma. Jalen Rager, number 18.
0: He's going to be good, right? Yeah. And he can't
1: he, can't he not be good because
0: we'd be screwed. <laughs> but yes. this is, I think, 18 is really good, right? Mm. I mean, besides Jeremy Macklin, who's won 18 who's won eighteen for the Eagles?
1: Michael Gasparon.
0: I don't know what you just said. Josh sure. McCown. <laughs> Doriel Green McCown Beckham. <laughs> X wide receiver. Great player. But either, like I just feel like... Firstly, as we've talked about before, the eights on the Eagles jerseys can be problematic with like the sixes and the fives yes. and the nines. But mm. one eight with the Eagles block lettering looks clean. I think it's it looks, a good number. I think it looks good, and then I also think that it's good for Rager and his play style as well.
1: Yeah, you know, speedy guy. You want him in the teens as opposed to exactly. You know,
0: the, but it's also like a stocky. It's not like an eleven, right? It's like mm-hmm. it's it's dense, and he's a dense dude. And he's going to be good.
1: And if he's not good,
0: it's going to be a very painful season for however long the season is. So please, please, please be good.
1: JJ, Ortega Whiteside, checking in at 19. Just, you know, I don't know. It's fine.
0: It wasn't a great number back then. And obviously now it's even worse because he didn't play well. I mm. think that he he's should be... it. what He's tarnished it. Realistically, what are our expectations for Arthe- Ortega Whiteside this year? I haven't talked to you about this yet.
1: I mean, he could potentially be the starting X. Like That is like right. a world that exists. That might be Rager, actually, though. I mean, I think he's going to get opportunities just because, I mean, you look at who they have and you would figure he would, but I don't know. I'm not – how could you expect to get anything after the season yet? Like, how could you reasonably think you're going to get, like, much?
0: We said that about everybody. Like, it was like – I remember talking about Wentz in the the back half of the season, like after the Seahawks game. It was like, how can you reasonably expect to get anything out of Wentz right now, given what he's playing with, Mm -hmm. right? And obviously, like, the converse isn't exactly true for Artega Whiteside because he is what Wentz was playing with, so it can't be, like, the same way. But also. And this is what I always back go back to. The Eagles offensive coordinator, who was fired, was their ex-wide receiver coach. And then the only other position coach in his team, in his cadre, that was fired was the wide receiver coach. Everybody that had a background in wide receivers in that coaching staff was fired. Mm-hmm. I do not think. And, like, this, this goes to, like... Nelson and what he was in his final season, and, and the ability to get him going when there was so much room for volume. It goes to Alshon and, and keeping him happy. It goes to Arthago Whiteside and his development. No wide receiver has shown up in Philly in the last two years since like Torrey Smith and gotten better or even been the same. Everybody was fired because of it. And it's kind of like, yeah. I, so I, I do think that there is a reasonable expectation that Arthago Whiteside, even as somebody who liked him coming out, even as somebody who thinks his skill set translates well and whatever just by virtue of the fact that the eagles washed their wide receiver coaching staff offensive coordinator and positional coach to me, it is is got to be good news given how terrible that position's been for them, not only last season but like into the season previous as well.
1: I don't feel amazing. It's been said like that he didn't get playing time after the Detroit drop. It's not really true. Like he still played over the course of the year too, like forty something percent of snaps. Like he got plenty of playing time. He just he didn't get targets because the quarterback didn't trust him, and he also just like, didn't do anything. And he actually actively did screw up when <laughs> when he wasn't there. You look at you know some of the the key mistakes he made. Right, Deontay Burnett. And Big Bob Davis, we're like, getting more playing time. Like the coaching staff trusted them more than right. it they It like, these guys off those the street,
0: right? It's terrible, man.
1: Um. So anyway, we'll see. I'm not. I'm not out sure. on JJ completely, but like, I'm not feeling amazing. So 21. Jalen Mills switches from 31 to 21 this offseason with the position change. I think he. I believe he compared himself to like Kobe yes, and LeBron. Yes, absolutely. Like, not kidding here. Actually did that. I hate. I hit it.
0: I hit that with the meme of like the house cat looking in a mirror and seeing a picture of a lion. Hey, it was mm. a good tweet. <laughs> Dude.
1: That really translates it. well to a, an audio medium.
0: <laughs> if anybody, but if anything, if any like one story typifies Jalen Mills' career to me, it's that he went from corner to safety and went from 31 to 21, which is backwards. You're mm. corner, you should be 21. And then if you go to safety, yeah. you should be 31. Right? This is like, oh, this will solve the problem. No, it's making the problem worse. You should have stayed 31. should have become 41. Twenty one is a corner number. It's not to me that's that's I never liked the fact that the Eagles safeties were twenty three and twenty seven when it was McLeod and Jenkins. You know what I mean? Like I like like if you're gonna be tw- uh in the twenties as a safety, you've gotta be very good. So like Jenkins, it was fine. But Mills, no. Nah. He's like a he's a thirty one. He's I think that would have been way better if he just stayed there.
1: I agree in that, like, the final outcome is an ideal. I like the change. I like the mindset. I do like the like I think changing is a good like a thing right, just like because like sign. all right new like it's acknowledging
0: that his play at 31 wasn't necessarily something he wants to keep going you mean
1: it's, yeah it's like a rebirth it's like a new mindset okay. i i do just, like actually think okay that's cool but yeah we'll get we'll get to 31 later but yeah i i, I just think like patrick robinson n- number 21 should be in the right. slot that should be the slot joselio hansen i believe was 21 oh i want to issue a correction oh. michael Gasparon was 19 not uh 18 yeah. sorry joselio
0: hansen man good time yeah
1: so like that's a slot corner number really yeah, or outside guy, but I, I just... With the Eagles, I think of it in the slot, but uh, I mean, he'll be he'll be playing in the slot to some extent, you know, big slot or whatever, depending how they use him. So, it's not the end of the world. Now that I'm looking at it, I think I liked it more originally. I don't know. I'm, I'm a little like bit it. skeptical now. But it is one more than Brian Dawkins, so maybe he's like brian dawkins plus one
0: great argument i see no issue with it
1: <laughs> sydney jones is number 22 as uh, i've often said sydney
0: jones is like brian dawkins plus two
1: that is yes that's fair <laughs> uh you've never really been a sydney jones guy ben or at least not recently. i cannot been...
0: believe we are sitting here in his fourth year as a pro fourth third mm-hmm. fourth third. he was drafted
1: 2017
0: fourth year as a pro going like yeah sydney jones is competing for the starting outside corner job when are we gonna learn
1: i think some people think he's the favorite which is insane like I had someone arguing with me on BGN in the comments, like, oh, yeah, you know, you can say that they trusted Maddox more, but actually there were some games where they didn't. And I was like, what are you talking about? When you look from, like, week 10 on last year, that's when Maddox returned from the, the injury he had and against the Packers. That was very scary. Like, Maddox played, like, 380-something staffs and Sidney Jones played, like, 70. And part of that was only because there was a bunch of injuries in week 17, and, like, they had to play Sidney Jones. Like, the coaching staff clearly trusts Maddox more. I think this, like Schwartz said, there's a competition at corner. That's not true. Like it's a sham. Like Maddox is the guy. Like, they're, yeah, they're not I starting Sidney Jones.
0: All right, Sidney uh, Jones outsnapped Avante Maddox in one game last season, in which Maddox was healthy.
1: One. Yeah, like and the then Lions in week seventeen, in week when they were resting
0: starters. Yeah, yeah. So, oh no,
1: no, no. Maddox got hurt in that game too. By the way, in, in week seventeen.
0: Oh yeah. Okay. So then, he, yeah. literally in just one game, and then in 2018, I don't think Jones ever. Outsnapped. Mm-hmm. He did he actually did in the beginning of the season before Maddox took the starting safety job, lest we forget. But yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's interesting because I'm researching this now and I'm writing it hopefully today, maybe tomorrow, for Bleeding Green about like this whole Darius Slay traveling thing. If they need to go more true man coverage, it does give Sydney an edge because Maddox is not big enough to play man on dudes on the outside. If they're gonna stick in cover three stuff, Maddox has been the better player by a mile. But, like, physically, like I remember the Allen Robinson playoff game, right, where that final drive, they are just throwing Robinson back shoulder because Robinson's got an extra five inches on Madison every direction. You know what I mean? So, it's, it's tricky in that way. Madison's is not suited to play outside, and Cindy isn't good, and I don't know why we're pretending, like, this is okay at outside corner, because it's not.
1: I would argue that Maddox has had some of his best games outside. He's also had some of his worst. I think he's that kind of Rams a high variance guy. had in
0: 2018 at outside corner was bananas. I'll never forget that for as long as I live.
1: And then obviously he had help against Hopkins, but still, like he right. he didn't get destroyed by him, and that's something. I Ronnie McLeod, twenty-three. Good. Not much to say. Good number for him. Always been good. I yeah, think. Gary
0: Slade, 24. We gotta talk about.
1: Kobe. He uh he said he he picked that number. Obviously be he, he wore twenty-three with the Lions, couldn't pick that here. McLeod's not gonna give up his number at this point. And he picked twenty-four with the Lions now. Ben, not a great history here when you look at the history. Of the cornerback, 24, Bradley Fletcher, Jordan Howard had it last year, Corey Graham had it in the past. Oh, Corey
0: Graham, don't tell me that.
1: Sheldon Brown had it, once upon a time, yeah. and that was obviously probably the best, one of the best players to work 24 in Eagles history. Yeah, so what are you feeling about Slay?
0: I think, honestly, that like the fact that 24 has not been good is a good sign for Slay. Like, Slay's going Slay's gonna to be the dude at 24, right? I th- to me, like when I think of twenty-four for the Eagles, it's like all right, Sheldon Brown and Nate Ramsey are the only two that like stick out in my mind. And Slay, like obviously, Sheldon Brown was the man. Slay's got to be here in Philly for long enough. But like, if Slay plays at the caliber he played at Detroit, he will be like the titular twenty-four in Philadelphia memory. You know what I mean? He has that that amount of skill, and I think that he can be here for that amount of time. I think twenty-four is a better corner number than twenty-three, and I think the Kobe reasoning is awesome. And extremely cool, and I expect Darius Slade to have an absolutely killer season accordingly. So there's, there's, I mean, I'm very excited for him as a free agent, ag- agnostic of all the numbers. But 24 gets me even more excited. I think he's he's going to be so good.
1: Ben, just like to remind you, that's a family podcast. That'll be for anyone who gets that reference. Maybe no one will, but it's funny to me. Um, Miles, I don't, Sanders, but cool. yeah. <laughs> Miles Sanders, yeah, Miles Sanders. I agree with you on Slay. I think 24 is good. Uh, Sanders 26. I was gonna. I was wondering if he might switch back to 24, the 40 he wore at Penn State. Jordan Howard left, so it was opening up, but he did not. He stuck with 26, and that's the right move. You know, what a great rookie season in that number. Why change?
0: I love it because it absolutely gives me the window to tweet later in this season the best running back in the NFC is wearing number 26. Because yes. Barkley, his ex, like you know, guy above him on the depth chart in Penn mm-hmm. State, is wearing 26 for New York. It's also like it's a feature back number, which I don't know if the fantasy people are putting this into their calculus as to whether or not he becomes a, a feature bell cow back, which I'm not sold that he does. Um, but if he were like 33, obviously he wouldn't be a feature back. 26 leaves that potential open.
1: Will Parks is 28. That's a really good number, I think, for our safety. I remember Earl Wolf wearing that number and just it looked oh, good Earl to me.
0: Wolf, man. Good player.
1: So I like that for Philly's own Will Parks.
0: Yes, though, again, like... I'm not. I don't like his number or Mills' number any better than the the guy we're coming up for, who might also win that job as well. Though I think he could use a new number, but that's in the 40s, so we'll get there. Maddox,
1: right there. I like I like 29 for him. Corey Clement, uh, 30, same good for him. Good as a guy who kind of has his role. It's like pass catching. Right. That's running a back, good special clash.
0: teams running back number.
1: Yeah, special teams. Yeah, it's a good backup running back number. Uh, Nickel Roby Coleman, number 31. Who? Yeah, I just that in the slot is going to look weird. Feels like it should be. Yeah, a safety number. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I, I I agree. I either want my my slots to have like an extremely weird number or low twenties, and mm. thirty one to me is like straddling that. Though, well, he, in the past he's been like twenty nine, right?
1: Yeah, that's that's kind of weird to me. Like I don't know, like where this came from. He was thirty seven in Buffalo, and then he switched to twenty one. So. <laughs> Why didn't he even go with 21? 21 was open. And then he was 23 the past couple of years at the Rams.
0: Right. See, low 20s. And then even like 37. Like, is 37 great? No. But is it like extremely weird? Yes. And then that that encourages me. Whereas, right, 31 just reminds me of Mills. So there's work to be done on that number, in my opinion. But also, like, Roby Coleman's really good. And he's a vet. So we can probably trust him to know what he's doing.
1: Results 32. I always think that's a good number for him because it's he's great a bigger corner. For him.
0: I just wish they'd freaking play him.
1: Yeah, but they won't. Um, ben, let's take a break here before we get to the rest of the roster. We will be back after this.
0: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage
1: all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage.
0: No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer. All lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer.
1: Back here on BGN Radio, this super important hashtag jersey number analytics. If you want to get in the conversation on Twitter uh, episode, brought to you by Righteous Felon Ben. Uh, we're already what? How many minutes? We're we're 29 minutes in. Kiss is already gonna get mad at us if we don't speed through this more. So let's 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 yeah. get through it. Uh, <laughs> Graylin Arnold is 33. I think that's a great number. Hey, for an extremely probably. If there's a
0: UDFA who's making it, it's 33 Graylin Arnold from
1: Baylor. though. Howie has talked him up. But yeah, here's no. the key thing, Ben. I mean, what position is he playing? If he's playing corner with eyes. 33, not good. But if he's playing safety, that's okay.
0: Wait a minute. Wasn't Chandon Sullivan 33 when he was here? Or am I misremembering that?
1: I think it was 39. you're misremembering. Yeah.
0: Yeah, 39. See, ah, dang. Right. If he were 30, it's Josh Adams who was 33. Mm. Um No, I do think 33 is, like, workable at outside corner. But, Chancel, uh, or excuse me, Graylin Arland at 33 playing free safety. Yeah, yeah, I'm in on that. For sure, for sure.
1: Elijah Holyfield also has 33. um You know, I, I imagine that would change if he made the team somehow. Which, possible. He kind of fits that mold. I mean, talk to the listeners a little bit here, Ben, about Elijah Holyfield. Because you really liked him. You had him graded number two... Uh, just based on tape alone going into yeah, that year. I liked the him and
0: then right? And then his athleticism put a big red flag on that eval, right? Which, like, that's the way you kind of do it a little bit is you adjust the grade, but you also red flag for potentially prohibitive athletic limitation, which is the case with Holyfield. But he's good. He's smart. You know what I mean? Like, if he were thrust into a position for the Eagles where he'd have to take carries, behind this offensive line with Jeff Stallin he'd get it done. You know what I mean? Like, he'd be fine. It wouldn't be... He's not breaking any Miles Sanders against the Bills, you know, draw... 70-yard touchdown situation. That's not going to be Holyfield's game. But he can keep your offense chugging. He's good in short yardage. I think he makes the roster. If they're carrying him, if they're carrying mm. Sanders, Scott, Clement, and then they want four, I think Holyfield is, is the clear leg up there above everybody else they got. Obviously, if a vet comes in, we kind of recalibrate. Um, but, yeah, I liked him. I think, what, it, 25, is that open for McCoy or no?
1: Yeah, they're not going to give that out.
0: Yeah. Um. So then, what, 27 or is really his only number in the 20s. Yeah, and they're not giving him that out either. Yeah, so yeah. he can't get a number in the 20s. So I think he'd stay with 33, mm-hmm. to be honest.
1: Uh, Craven LeBlanc, Strap, 34. Love it. Great number for him. Uh, Strap can do no wrong. Overrated. Oh, wow. Wait, yeah. the number or Strap?
0: You, you, you well, Everyone's always just been like nuts about Craven. He's like corner five. Strap's
1: great. He's right. likable. This is slander. He's a fun dude. Boston Scott, 35. Like it. Works for him.
0: Boston Scott get a number in the 40s. Boston Scott should like, 49. Like, full Leonard get, Weaver.
1: He used to. Uh, back, right. Think oh, that's why the I was first thinking of it. Yeah. yeah.
0: I, like, sometimes if you can't get a perfect number for you, which I think Boston Scott is ideally, like, a, a, you know, 24, 25, 26 running back, then just go full the other way. Just, just totally swing it the opposite direction and lean into it. Like, 49 to me for Boston Scott is hilarious. Imagine just getting absolutely done up by a five foot eight guy wearing 49. Just an open it's field. It's the biggest
1: number for the smallest running back.
0: Right, exactly. To me, that'd be hilarious. I think you should go back to 49. Get Alex Singleton off the roster.
1: Let's go. Uh, Rudy Ford, 36, wearing Brett Westbrook's old number is such a shame. Rudy Ford was terrible last year. Um, Marcus Epps, 37, whatever. I don't know. Grant I have no Arnold's thoughts on that. Yep. Uh, Mike Warren, 38, is really bad. For an undrafted rookie candidate running back, 38. It's just like... He better be a fullback with that number because I'm looking at like Thomas to and I'm thinking of that. Like I I just if if Mike Warren, you know, makes it and Holyfield doesn't, he has to switch to 33 because 38 can't. Yeah, that's That's,
0: that's 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 a very good take. It's like whoever because Warren's not dissimilar to Holyfield. I think that Holyfield was a lot better coming out, but play style wise. And so, yes, the winner gets 33. It is a battle for 33.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Craig James is 39. I really like Craig James. Craig James headshot
0: is elite.
1: He was awesome on special teams last year. Uh, I don't know if he makes the roster, but yeah, he, I, what is that? I don't know. Um, yeah, it's like, is that, is he wearing something or is that he's like, wearing his a do-rag,
0: but I'm not positive.
1: I can't tell. Yeah, but I can't like Craig open James, the photo
0: bigger. Like if you go to just- I tried to person, do that too. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's, uh, this is on the Eagles roster.com. com, right, uh, pull Eagles.com slash teams. If you zoom in
0: too uh, far, it re right, Yeah. Leg. He's wearing like either a do-rag or a bandana and he just looks awesome. And now Craig James is going to make the roster.
1: I like Kirk James. Uh forty one for Prince Smith. Forty one is the number that Ronald Darby wore uh during the year the he won the Super Bowl. Remember when
0: Dar- Dar- Darby was good with forty one and then bad with twenty one, breaking the no. laws of physics and, 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 and justice?
1: I if Smith is wearing forty one as a quarterback, I just again I I don't like it. I almost like it more if it's a safety, but I don't okay. know. He's he's really gonna be gone either way, though. So
0: he and James and Mills should switch numbers.
1: Uh I don't know if I love Mills and forty-one, but I hear what you're saying. It's a better safety. I number. see where the thought process is. Um, K. Wallace wore twelve at Clemson, and now he's going forty-two. So it's almost like he just added like an L to his, or you know, depending how you write your four to his one. <laughs> I was
0: about, I was about to say what, and then I gonna well, you what know, know what I'm saying,
1: about. like an L shape to the one. If you're running, I don't just know if you're doing like Roman one.
0: numerals or something. I was like, this is too deep for me.
1: <laughs> uh, I don't love 42 just because like Sandeo wore it and then Marigos special teams guy. Um, I don't love 42 in a vacuum, but I think Kayvon can make it work.
0: I agree. I, so like, I think that him at 42 is him and his skill level at 42 is better than Will Parks at 28 and Mills at 21. But I hmm. think that if, you know, cuts come down and like 33 is open 36, maybe, I don't know if I'm sold mm-hmm. on that. Um, but like, if he can get a number in the 30s, I think it'll look better for him. I think he'll do better for that. Whereas I agree, 42 to me is like, you're taking primary special teams reps. And my boy Kayvon ain't taking no primary special teams reps. It's a good point. If
1: Kayvon had gotten 28, I, he would be starting and might be an all-pro this year, yes. honestly. Agree, Kayvon in 28
0: much. is rookie is rookie uh first team on defense, absolutely. I love Kayvon. Uh, I love how Kayvon fell in love with Philadelphia in like three seconds, too. To me, that's, that <laughs> is, that's such a good sign. Yeah, I think he'll too.
1: Um, Rick is 45, perfectly fine for a long snapper. Yeah, congrats, so, Rick
0: Lovato. You know your
1: place, John, he's a Pro Bowl long snapper, oh, um, right? Michael Jaquette is 46. This is so the Eagles gave out 46 briefly to Rudy Ford last year. It's so terrible, I know this, but they did, and that was the first time they'd given it out since John Dornbus had played for the team, and now uh, it's being shared by Jaquette. Which I just really do not like for a defensive back, forty six. I feel like I didn't even. It just doesn't look right at all. Safety or corner, just don't like it's it. It's a shame. I was him. told
0: the Eagles' defensive backs, like Mark uh, Manuel, the guy they added from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I was told he really, really likes Jaquette. and then the M forty six. And I was like, oh, maybe not that much then.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and then and then Killins. I like Killins though. Killens, again, small guy, small right, time exactly. back on the team here. He's forty six. I, I would have liked forty nine better. Yeah, on him, but forty six is is it's more good. better for him.
0: Again, it's it's all about... You're just going to juke a... Uh, obviously, there's no preseason. But you're going to juke a preseason linebacker out of his shoes. And while he's falling down, he's going to see that you're wearing 46 while you're doing it. And it's really just going to yeah. hurt his heart as he... As you're going to walk to the to
1: sideline and yeah. retire. Yeah, Maybe. absolutely. Uh, this is... Honestly, I this is a great number. Number yeah, 48. How did Elijah for,
0: Riley get 48, man?
1: That is... Do you know why that's a great number, Ben? Tell me why. Be- because Wes Hopkins, who... I certainly never saw play. But Wes Hopkins ranks fifth all-time in uh, Eagles interceptions. And he was a really good safety for the Eagles. I think he made, like, one pro bowl, one first all-team pro. Like, and obviously the number hasn't really it – was, it wasn't even worn for a long time. I don't think it was worn from, like, him until John Ritchie. Um, not a very often used number. I think Alex Ellis might have had it last summer. But I was about to say, like, I'm
0: pretty sure, yeah, one of the tight ends last year was wearing it.
1: But, like, for Elijah Riley, I mean, that's that's a great number.
0: No, absolutely. And, like – Kayvon should have gotten forty-eight over forty-two. Maybe nobody else really, but forty-eight is like extremely pleasing for his potential roster fit. He'll probably play the nickel though, which would be weird. But forty-eight for safety—that's good vibes.
1: We skipped over Nate Gary. He's forty-seven. Uh, your favorite yeah, player on the I was roster. i over
0: Nate Gary. I don't understand why that's a problem.
1: The player who Davion Taylor said is the leader of the Eagles linebacker room, and I mean that uh, might by, be by default, there's they got rid of Bradham and Kamu. Yeah, I mean, he's the guy. I mean, and obviously for what you may ever think of a player, a talent, whatever that Gary is on the field, like, they like him in the building and off the field. So that shouldn't be, like, surprising. Um, The Eagles linebacker room is
0: so bad.
1: Are you still there, Ben? You got quiet.
0: Yeah, no, sorry. I was just slightly freaking out. It's just the linebacker room's not good. Like, we're going to hit Duke Riley at 50, and that's going to be good, and then everything else is going to be bad.
1: Singleton, 49. Thought he looked good in preseason last year. Um, but I don't really know what he's going to be doing here. Uh, so it's fine. 49 is fine. Um, Duke Riley, I think, could potentially be starting like alongside yep. Nick Gary this year. He, he will at least be probably the special teams captain again, like they made him at the end of last season. They like his energy. Dave Vip was really talking about Duke Riley. really likes him a lot. That's Both what like he was in Atlanta. You
0: know what I mean? That's why the Eagles like liked him enough to move. Oh, frick. Who did they have at safety? Cyprian,
1: Jonathan Cyprian.
0: Yeah, I've that to me. That's still a great trade. Like Riley is going to step oh, in yeah. and be able to do what Camus did for special teams and then in base sets, and he's fine at that. You know, what I mean that's that's quality.
1: And fifty is a good number. I like it for him. Perfect. It's uh, it's appropriate. Fifty one for Sharif Miller. Now, am
0: I reading this correctly? Sharif Miller is number fifty one. Yes. That's atrocious.
1: <laughs> it's really bad.
0: How is that allowed?
1: It, it just can't. Like, how is he going to succeed? It's just too small of a number.
0: I'm gonna Google most sacks by someone wearing fifty one NFL history, and I don't think anything's gonna come up. Probably nope. But still, like, how many sacks do you think you're allowed <sighs> to get wearing fifty one? Like three point five, maybe? It's terrible.
1: It's a linebacker number. Davion Taylor, number fifty two. Bad. Fifty two. You could say it's a good number because Najee Good used to wear that number.
0: Hey, I just to me he should have been forty five. He should have been a linebacker in the forties. Like, he, to me, with his speed, he's clearly a 40s linebacker. And we know this from last year. I'm big on 40s linebackers, especially if you're a good athlete. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing with Taylor is, like, he's not ready to play, but he's a good athlete. 52 is, like, a thumper number. You know what I mean? That's like, maybe
1: maybe he needs that, though, to kind of make him look even bigger.
0: No, I don't. Like, to me, like, I think 52, I immediately start thinking about, like you know, Ray Lewis, right? I mean, like, mm. I, I, I just does not translate to Davian Taylor at all in terms of play you style. You
1: heard it here first, folks. Davian, Davian Taylor, Ray right. Lewis, Thanks. basically equal. New Ray Lewis. Uh, Jatavis, Jatavis Brown, strong. 53. You're a 40s number, dude.
0: You're like 220 pounds. Got in the 40s. Take,
1: taking over for Nigel Brown. Nigel Brown's old number. Um, might not even make the team. Just like, Corey Nelson didn't make the team. And just like, LJ Fort wasn't long for the team. Uh, And Zach Brown didn't last the season last year He could be that cursed veteran linebacker Who doesn't even stick around Although, given what little Eagles have at linebacker You would think he should be able to find a way to stick around Uh, Sean Bradley, Ben, getting 54 Is a really strong number for a rookie six-round pick
0: When they announced that I was literally just like this Sean Bradley's the starting mic In my head, when I hear like X number's the mic, X number's the mic It's 54, like 54 is the mic number and he got fifty four, and he does not look like a Mike. But that Temple dude wearing fifty four, Jeremiah Trotter. I mean, freaking, I'm all the way in on Sean Bradley now. Like that, that to me was the big, the biggest stock up for all of the rookies when I learned that he was fifty four. Huge, huge win.
1: Uh, can't be the Mike because his name is Sean. Brandon Graham is fifty three. I'm, I'm Sorry, fifty three. What am I saying? Fifty five. Tried to roll right out of that and messed up. Uh, Brandon Graham, fifty five. Great number. Great player. Great man by all accounts that I know of. He's so cool. Just, just the happiest guy. Love him. Casey Twohill Ben is fifty six and I feel like that's good. He it's like I feel like I was watching him in the press conference call that he did last week and I'm like, this guy even kind of looks like Chris Long a little yeah. bit. And he's taking Chris Long's old number.
0: Right. I when he got fifty six, I, I hit him with how dare you stand where he stood, right? Because like fifty six <laughs> to me and Chris Long, like the next guy to to get that was gonna be important to me. It's funny, I, I the Eagles drafted Casey Two Hill one hundred percent because of Chris Barwin. Or Connor Barwin, excuse me. Yes. Because Barwin is following him around during the Shrine game and clearly liked him. And also Hills, like, you know, a bit of a jack linebacker, right? Like he can rush and then he can do other stuff for you. So right now his lineage to me is tied to Connor Barwin and Chris Long, which is pretty good for outside linebackers. So I'm also, you know, bullish on Hill for that.
1: Yeah, I think he needs to get stronger and develop and he has yeah. admitted that as much. He and but, Joe um,
0: Austin are going to fight for that, you know. Osman and Gerard Avery, that little like weird, undersized outside rush linebacker role the Eagles are playing around with.
1: In theory, but Osman's arms are just like they're exploding, like off his yeah. body. It's he's insane. Getting, he's getting big, um, big. Uh, Tj Edwards, fifty-seven, really good, really solid, really solid. Kind of just you know a guy who can defend against the run. That odd number, I just I like it.
0: I wish he had taken fifty-three when uh, when Bradham left. He was fifty-three at that Wisconsin. That would have been good. I really feel like that would have been a, a great step for him into the starting lineup. So I feel a like missed opportunity there. I don't think I think like fifty three is better than fifty seven, and it was his old Wisconsin number. So that was uh, he should have done that.
1: Fifty eight, Jarnard Avery, uh, makes me think of Trent Cole's old number. Obviously, Jordan Hicks had wore it too. I just don't know about Jarnard Avery. Ben, I still I just believe, don't know.
0: I mean, like what Jarnard Avery was as a prospect was good. Absolutely. What the fact that like now this will be the second defensive coordinator to try to make him like a wide nine rush defensive end, which I guess is what they're going to try to do with him, is weird. Because Mm -hmm. like he's ended up now, he was in Cleveland with Greg Williams, and then obviously they had a new defensive coaching staff, and now he's in Philly with Jim Schwartz. And those are two guys who just don't do like versatile linebacker things. Like he, they don't Kyle Van Noy anybody. And Janard Avery would be at his best in that role. So I think, I think that he has like the ability to be like a a sub package outside rusher dude but he he's yet to land in a defensive coordinator that's really got a beat on how to use a player like him which is unfortunate for him because he is talented he is talented it's just uh, the eagles are, are i'm assuming just going to rush him wide they kind of messed around a little bit with rushing him stand up last year but they didn't really know what they were doing with that in my opinion so it's a shame because he's he's skilled
1: he is talented ben Hills, yeah. as he is placing his order at a wendy's
0: he is yes and also it's drive through right now cuz it's contactless. So Yeah. Oh, I guess I yelled yeah. through the microphone. Yeah, that still makes sense. Okay, fine. You win. Dante Olsen.
1: Uh, 59 is really good for a lot of the, I've been saying this for a lot of like rookies here, but it is. I mean, that's D'Amico Ryan's old number. Like to right. get that as a undrafted rookie agent from Montana, like, you know, like that's a pretty good get for him. He obviously has uh, Tim Hawk as a supporting. Uh, so, like, what was the coach, right? The coach at Montana has a like, connection to Tim Hawk, I think. So, there, there's some kind of, uh, I wouldn't say nepotism, but maybe some nepotism or whatever kind of connection here for Dante Olson. Uh, That's how you he got one of the GDFA's smallest.
0: You got to know somebody who knows somebody.
1: Uh, yes. He got, that- he got one of the smallest bonuses. So, I don't, I don't think he's going to stick around, but the linebacker position is so thin that he could.
0: And the other thing about him is he's extremely yoked in like a Montana way. And 59 mm. is a good number for a yoked linebacker. He's
1: Montana yoked.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, he's just like, he's country grown, baby. Like he he, he didn't weightlift. He just chopped wood and all of a sudden was jacked. Like that's kind of how that goes. 59 uh, is a good number for that aesthetic. You know and I mean, he's a 50s linebacker. Unlike Davian Taylor and Davis Brown or 40s.
1: Julian... Good Jones, who Jeff Statlin couldn't remember his name during press conference, great sign. (laughs) And Raycon Williams are both wearing 61. I think this is a great number for Julian Good Jones. Stefan Wisniewski wore that number when he was won the Super Bowl, obviously. It's a great guard number. Um, I also think, I, I can't remember if he has some center background, but either way, still good. And now for Raycon Williams, though, awful, terrible. Like, like he's he's one of the Eagles' highest-paid undrafted rookie gradients. But 61 as a defensive tackle is just, like, you can't wear that number. It's embarrassing.
0: Yeah. Um, Raekwon was supposed to have a good senior season, and they just didn't. And then he had a bad shrine week, and now he's 61 on the Eagles roster, which is all terrible. Ugh. And Good Jones, he played center, like, once, I want to say. He was a tackle for them last year. He hmm. is fine. But 61 is good news. But him, the fact that Jeff Allen forgot his name, which I did not know from the press conference, is hilarious.
1: <laughs> uh, Jason Kelsey, 62, great number Elite, for a center. best center
0: ever. Love him to death. Jason's never going to retire. Thank you very much.
1: Jack Driscoll. I, this is what I have an issue with here, Ben. Jack Driscoll, what is he doing taking 63 if he's going to play a tackle? If he's going to play a guard, 63 is fine. But And he was taking some center reps leading up to the draft, although I don't think he'll be there. But... Like, if he's going to play tackle, 63 is just not a tackle number, especially when he had 72 available, when he could have gotten 74, which we'll get to later. Like, he could have had a tackle number, and he took a guard number, and I just, what are you doing?
0: You keep saying if he's going to be playing tackle. Is that legit?
1: He's listed as tackle on the Eagles roster, and he's he said he's taken, so far, most of his reps and the limited practice they've had at right tackle.
0: I thought when they drafted him, they were kicking him to guard. I'm fine with sixty-three a guard. You know what I mean? That's that's Corey mm. Lindsey. That's 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 a fine guard number for me, fine center number. And physically, in his Auburn film, like I think he could survive a tackle, but to me he's gonna be better than the NFL as a guard. I liked Driscoll a lot coming out. Um I'm I'm very pleased they picked him, and I think that he's gonna hang in that Matt Priory, Halapuli Vati I back up multiple positions, swing roll. Like you know, like, okay, they've got Nate Herbig and, and Sua Peta as backup guards. I would be surprised if Driscoll is not better than those players. You know what I mean? So, and then he also gives you tackle versatility. So I think 63 is fine so long as he has avenues in which he starts inside. Whereas if I agree, like, if he's like viewed as like a third tackle exclusively, that's not good.
1: Let's take another break here, Ben, before we wrap up with the rest of the roster. We'll be back here on BGN Radio after this. Back here for our final segment on BGN Radio. Super important. Hashtag Jersey number analytics podcast. Ben, 64 is Matt Leo. He's on the roster as a like an exemption to the international pathway program. Uh, won't even count on the roster this year. 64 is a fine number for a defensive end who's not even gonna count for yeah. the roster. Shout
0: out, Matt Leo. That's you fine. can do nothing wrong.
1: Uh, 65, Lane Johnson. He's on the COVID list right now, obviously, as we record this podcast on Tuesday, August 4th. Uh, obviously, hope Lane gets better soon, and it's a great tackle number for him. In the meantime, um, 67, Nate Herbig, your boy here, Ben. Extremely young. Big Nate Island. Herbig, even, even younger than you.
0: Shoot, he is. Nate Herbig once yelled at me in the DMs because I said that he wasn't – when he was in Stanford. I said he wasn't very good, and he DM'd me. He was like, you're dumb. I was like, that's fair. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, so – Got him. Yeah, a big roasted. Um, I think, like I said, I, I brought up Driscoll, but then also like Peta, like – I remember preseason last year. I thought Peta was better than uh than Herbig, so I don't know why he's still around. But the team seems to really like him. So he was active for like one game last year, right?
1: Yeah, and uh, the, yeah, they do like his potential. He's sixty-seven. That's a fine number for guard slash center. Right. Um, it's so annoying how I
0: remember that he was active for a game exclusively because Bo Wolf tracks the feely, yes. and so I actually know which players have been nearly active. And that just pisses me off that Bo gets me like that.
1: Matt Pryor has the nicest number on I mean, the roster, obviously. Um, Milota, 68, uh
0: 68, is on COVID.
1: Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's good, but I mean, like, Jordan Maulato has to kind of do something this summer, right? right exactly. To, like, 68
0: was promising, but it's eventually going to run out of juice. And so now, you know, hopefully he gets some reps at some point. No preseason hurts him a lot because this mm. could have been really big to prove. Like, because he would have played so many snaps. Yeah. And I think that it would have been a really good time to really check in and like, all right, what are you now? So that hurts him, particularly.
1: 72, or 71 for Jason Peters, obviously. He's playing guard now, so it'll be different seeing that number on the inside, but yeah. obviously a Hall of Famer. 71 is better um, for a
0: tackle than for a guard, but also, like, I'm not going to tell Jason Peters, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah it's, it's easy. It, it,
1: <laughs> your argument is invalid because Jason Peters. Prince Tega Winogo has 72, and that has a great number, again, for, like, a, a day, late day three pick here, like... Some of these these guys later in the draft got great numbers. I mean, you're looking at like Trey Thomas, BGN Radio contributor, <laughs> true, uh, currently uh, yeah. and in the past.
0: Big V, uh, who's making fifty million dollars, which yeah, you know, congrats. The Eagles
1: Super Bowl starting left tackle. Like right. you know, for as much as you know, we all thought Big V was had his falls and whatever. Yep. Uh, like, you know, he he started for them in the Super Bowl with number 72. Just, it's a great number.
0: I just love the fact that, like, color commentators w- would be, like, going over a replay and be like, and you can see number 72, uh, 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 Vitae, working up to the second level because they can't pronounce his name. <laughs> and, <laughs> and now the exact same thing is going to happen. Like, they kept 72 as the most difficult to pronounce name on the roster. Genius. Just, That's
1: a really a good point. Very industrious. I think yeah, I like that a lot. Um, Samalo, 73. Good. Fine. Good. Never Fine. loved it, but Garden i remember it. And because he can, it's good too. Because sometimes, and in theory, he might have to count to tackle an emergency situation, so he wouldn't be looked. Yeah. It's probably why place. he
0: can't snap though, because it starts with a seven.
1: That is true. It does hurt. We there. solved uh, the problem. Driga getting sixty seventy four is just what are you doing? He's a center. He's listed as a center. He played some right guard, but he's, he mostly played at center. That's like a tackle number, dude. Yeah, what are give you doing? give
0: seventy four to Driscoll.
1: Yes. Give sixty
0: three to Driga, dude. We're That'd out here perfect. solving problems.
1: <sighs> It's pathetic. Yeah, that's um, they should <laughs> they should have
0: us go through the roster every year and then force people to switch. And then the Eagles would win Super Bowls. So they would be unstoppable.
1: Deshaun Hall also is 74, but he's probably not going to be in the team much longer. I think he's going to be waived once he gets healthy. So just a footnote there. Uh, 76. Uh, they should give Hall 75 if he was sticking around. When yes. Curry's old number. I don't think Curry will be back. But anyway, uh, Casey Tucker is 76. 76 is just not a good number. And the Eagles font, I feel like specifically, I just I don't like the look of it. And also, it's a shame because you know if you have the '76 years in town. It would be cool if that was a good number, but it's just not.
0: Yeah, like it'd be fun to be able to wear an Eagles '76 jersey if like '76 yes. was Lane, right? And you owned it, but it's Casey Tucker, so you can't.
1: Yeah, Andre Dillard '77. Um, it's it's fine. It's a good tackle number. It's a fine tackle number. He just he needs to be better. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> next, next
0: year when uh, when Dillard changes his number to like you know. 74 right or like you know 68 or something that's available as like a new beginnings thing Well, i will be like yeah this is hmm. the problem 77 wasn't it when really it's just It's not gonna be great i'm really worried about this upcoming year
1: let's gloss over that and move on to suho yeah. <laughs> <laughs> number 78 uh which is fine whatever i don't know i don't have an opinion I uh, like 79 it. okay Seventy-nine, Brandon Brooks, great, obviously, a great number for guard. It's well. critical that Todd. Brooks
0: wears seventy-nine because he's the size of a tackle, and so he's wearing a yes. tackle number at guard, and it's excellent.
1: Yeah, and same thing with Todd Harriman. He used to play guard and tackle. A it's just, precise, it's a great,
0: great. Yeah, exactly.
1: Great number. quiz uh, Watkins don't love him in eighty, especially when you look at eighty-one. Josh Perkins, like, why that? Why? Is, why does Josh Perkins? Have Josh, 81? we did First this last all, year.
0: Josh Perkins is just a problem from a numerical <laughs> standpoint
1: on this roster. Get him out of here. Why
0: does he have eighty-one? How did he get it? It went Torell Owens,
1: <laughs> Josh Perkins. No one in between. Um, yeah, it's just, what are we doing? What are we doing? Like, 81 should be worn by Watkins players, or, would be better someone. in 81.
0: Hightower would be better in 81.
1: Yeah, Yes. What are we doing? Ugh. Maybe they will switch. It's possible. But I think Perkins might make the team. That's though. the thing. is, like Perkins we'll is
0: going to continue to make the team. I, wasn't we'll he 83 guess. at one point?
1: He was. Take yeah, 83 back, now. brother.
0: We need 81.
1: Um, 83 is open now. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Greg Ward '84 is you know it's great. We um, talk uh, John Hightower. Highlight. Uh, yeah. Well, we kind of mentioned it in there '82. I kind of like it in that like Tory Smith, you know, had the '82. Yeah, I, kinda, I could like see him filling that kind of vibe.
0: I don't hate like so. I don't hate Quez Watkins in '80 or John Hightower in '82. But I feel like if 14 and 16 open up after camp with mm. Robert Davis and Yardin Burnett, I would be fine with either going to either number. I think that. Again, like, Watkins in 80 is fine, but I think he'd be better in the teens. And Hightower in 82 is fine, but I think he'd be better in the teens.
1: Yeah, I, I would put, like, Watkins at 16, and I would move Hightower, Hightower to 81, Hightower, ideally, for me. Yeah, right. I think
0: Hightower would look good in 14. I just... I want the entire Eagles wide receiver room to always be single digits. And then their tight ends be 86 and 88. And I think that would look great.
1: I just wanted to point out that, like, Ward is turning... Ward is 25 right now. He'll be turning 26. And again, Burnett's only 22. Not to say like Burnett's better. I'm just want to point, point that right, out. We oh, think you, of like Greg also Ward as a young have guy. The,
0: the sensation, like since Ward didn't play wide receiver, like Burnett is younger, but he's an older wide receiver.
1: Yes. In terms of the amount of times yeah. they've
0: spent at the position. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I'm not trying to pit them against each other. I'm just saying like when we, we think of like, Ward cause as you a young guy. you only brought
0: up their two names. So... Well, I just
1: think when we think of Ward as a young guy, like right. and even Davis, like, like Burnett's even younger. Uh... Noah Togiai? Tongiay
0: is like an N there. Ton- it's like Tongiay, oh,
1: Tongiay. Yeah. Um, silent N, classic. Is <laughs> is invisible 85. Uh, I think that's a terrible number. I'm thinking of like Jason Kelsey. This is the number they gave to Alex Ellis when he made the team. This is like a blocking tight end number. And I remember reading a, a, a scouting report from one Benjamin Solak on the Why draft is Jason
0: that- Kelsey make you? Th- Why is you said eighty five makes you think of Jason Kelsey?
1: Uh, did I? Yes. I did not mean to say that. I meant to say um, James Casey. Sorry. James, yeah, you yeah, said
0: Kelsey. And I was like, what? Okay. That's
1: funny. James Casey, Alex Ellis, like these blocking tight end types. And I remember reading your scouting report on the draft network and him. And you basically said like, I think you said verbatim something to the effect of his blocking effort is like laughable or his ability. Yeah. like He's just not a blocking tight end at all.
0: Young man wants to catch passes. And that's that's all right. And like is is, you know. He again, like in a hypothetical preseason, Perkins would go out there and do things, and then Tongiye would go do the same things, and we'd have a conversation about it in terms of like their wide receiver ability. Tongiye has got a better actual traditional tight end frame, and so you feel better about like teaching him out a block. So I liked him coming out, but he hasn't been able to stay healthy. And I also agree; I think that he'd be he'd be a great like forty-seven. You know what I mean? That'd be I, I mean, think it'd be a good yes. look for Tongiye on uh, eighty-five. It's fine, but it's not as good.
1: It's a good number in a vacuum, but like when you add context, it just doesn't. Bit. Right. Uh eighty six, Ertz and Goddard, not much to say there. They're, Elite you know, hate figured. it. Hate Elite. both
0: of them because of figuring out who they are on film, but also like eighty six, eighty, it's a great aesthetic.
1: And it's that's great for them going against other teams. Now, again, the eight and the sixes, the font, the Eagles jersey right. font is just bad, but that's not up to them so much. Uh Bruce Hector is quietly a really good number. 90 for him just like a bottom of the roster kind of player like that's a totally good number for like he could easily be in the 60s 60s, really and if raycon williams finds a way to make the team like he should immediately take 90
0: wasn't like wasn't bruce hector at one point on the eagles and was wearing like a number in the 60s probably yeah i feel like when he was here in 2018 which is when he came out um he was in the 60s and then they traded. They traded him for Rudy Ford, and then when he came back, he like snagged ninety somehow, which is like an unbelievable mm-hmm. finesse. Um, I always kind of like Bruce Hector, so I'm I'm fine with him at ninety. It's good news. I always had a soft spot for him.
1: Cox and Hargrave are your two starting Elite. defensive tackles. Ninety-one and 93. 91, ninety-three. Really good. It's
0: like Cox and Jernigan. If Jernigan was better,
1: <laughs> mm, I love it. And healthy. Uh, Josh Sweat made a big jump last year. Ninety-four. Um, he's your third defensive end, probably, this year. So, you'll see that 94 some more.
0: I think, I mean, like, so, so it's Barnett on the one side, Graham on the other side, but the way they rotate, and, like, obviously, I think Curry was primarily their edge three last year, like.
1: Kind of was, like, almost the, yeah. Right. When you look at playing time, they're on almost both edge three. Right. They kind of just split it up.
0: And I'm curious to see how it affects, like, because they've kicked Brandon Graham inside so much in, like, the age of, you know, Malik Jackson immediately getting injured and whatever, but, like, if you have Fletch, Hargrave, and Jackson, you're going to want at least two, if not three of those guys on the field on passing downs, Um, so I think that Graham is going to spend less time being kicked inside, so there's going to be less reps for Sweat as edge three in that way, but also, like, man, with Derek Barnett's fifth year coming up, which is currently non-guaranteed, and Barnett is, uh, I, Barnett's been good, but, like, it would be nice to not have to pay Derek Barnett $10 million next year. Um, Sweat having a really, like, actually solid season. Because, like, last year took a step forward, but it's still, like, more flashy than anything else. Sweat having an actual solid season would be huge for this team. Just because with Barnett, future contract at question mark, and Graham age as a question mark, and Graham's not really, like, a high sack number guy, boy, they could use... And it's not going to be Sharif Miller, freaking 51. They could use a a... a him or Osman 95, somebody to really kind of be like you know, a clear rotational edge at least for the future.
1: Osman in 95, I like it. I just like Joe Osman, like, like him yeah. a lot, love him a lot, might love him if my lotta uh, ends up
0: good. Him. We owe a lot to Joe Osman because the amount of time Osman spent working with my lotta. yeah, exactly. Just because like Osman's such a good technician, that's really good for my lotta who knows no technique to learn against.
1: Uh, again, his arms they're just exploding off of his body, like they might just. Like you might not be able to be alive anymore because his arms might. Is just, he like,
0: is he preseason player exploring. one for the Eagles? Like who who is the most preseason Eagle? That's not like a, uh, a specific thing. Like who? Like last year, it was probably Alex Singleton. But like overall, who's the most mm-hmm. preseason Eagle of all preseason Eagles on this roster?
1: Ever or just on the on, on this, this roster? roster? Um, yeah, it probably would be Osman if he was. You know, if there were preseason games this year and he was healthy and everything, it could be. Could, I mean, it was Hall almost last year too. Oh, argue, Hall's going but, um, for last year. Yeah. I, feel, uh, I think that, that defensive end is like easy to be that guy because usually they're taking on these offensive tackles. Murdering bad that, tackles. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And it's hilarious. Yeah,
0: yeah I think always um, going to be that guy. Because like dude.
1: Steven Means used to be that guy too. Oh yeah. uh,
0: my heart, Steven Means. I miss him every day.
1: Me too. Barnett, ninety six, it's the opposite of sixty nine in some ways. Um in so <laughs> basically one way. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh but I, I like Derek Barnett. I think I still well, this is the year. This is the year. It's the put up or shut up year. Yeah, kind of just thing. like it's Sidney like, Jones. Right, this is the year. It.
0: It'll be good this year. Yep. Yeah, for sure.
1: I think there's more reason to believe it with Barnett than Sidney Jones, to be clear. Oh, but, yes, absolutely. Uh, I'm just being annoying. That's so unlike you. Malik Jackson, 97. <laughs> um, that
0: hurt. Ouch.
1: <laughs> Jackson, 97. is It's a great number for a backup player, but he can also play some uh, defensive end, as Jim Schwartz alluded to. So I guess you'll see that out there, too, which is also good slash fine
0: right if you could pick then, your three defensive tackle numbers yeah i would pick like 91 93 and then either like 97 or 98 depending on kind of like the play mm-hmm. style and that's what the eagles have you know what i mean like yeah 91 93 97 there's gonna be a photo of the three of them like hands on their hips or like in like a, you know in line or whatever like on a, on a rush down it's gonna be an elite photo because the aesthetics and are perfect
1: even- even Ridgeway with 98. Yeah. That's great. It's a great, it's a great, it's a really good point. It's a really great group of defensive tackle numbers. And it should be a great group of actual players, too. Just like, right? yeah, think like, about like match.
0: 93 right in the middle, 97 on one side, 91 on the other side. You got a hand in the dirt, 96 on the far side, and then a stand up 55 all the way on the edge. That's an elite D line. Those are great Beautiful. numbers across the board. Eagles defensive line's been the position unit for years, and the numbers have always been on point.
1: So, Ben, we made it through another year. I always look forward to this. It's always it's a fun activity. It's only the second time we've done it. But I, I was looking forward to doing it again this year, starting back from last year, because people really, like, I, I thought it was going to be such a stupid podcast, like no one was going to listen to when we did it. Uh, we kind of almost like did it as a joke, but people liked it. And if you like it again, and you want to keep hearing this in years in the future, again, you can join the conversation. You can tweet at BGN underscore radio, tweet me at Brandon Gout, and you can tweet Benjamin select at Benjamin select with the hashtag Jersey number analytics altogether there to get in on the conversation yourself. You can tell us which of our takes were good, which were obviously all of them. You can tell us which were bad. Uh, you can weigh in yourself, whatever. I, I just think it'll be fun to kind of have a conversation about this. Obviously, you know, training camp is kind of going on, but it's not like we're getting like real.
0: Right. What else do you have to do?
1: Yeah, there's no preseason game. So, I mean, this is really, hopefully, uh, providing you some kind of entertainment and stuff right now. Ben, do you have any final thoughts before we head out here?
0: No, yeah. I just want to hear what the people think. I want to hear whose numbers need to change. I want to hear whose numbers uh, indicate sticking on the roster. Again, like, without training camp videos, we can't be like, oh, dude, he's the favorite to make the 53. So, this is what we've got. So, if you have a guy who's going to make the 53 because of his jersey number, this is it. This is the place to share. This is the safe space.
1: Uh, I, I agree. Basically, you're saying this podcast has never been more important, and I totally agree, which is why you should subscribe, rate, review, download all those good things to the Bleeding Green Nation podcast feed. Obviously, we will have more content coming for you soon. I just want to say thank you again for listening, as this episode is brought to you by Righteous This Fall Craft Turkey. And don't forget to use that discount code BGN15 at checkout to get 15% off when you order $50 or more. I'll be back talking to jimmy kemsky for an episode of bgn radio this week i guess the kiss and Solak show will be coming back here at some point it's been a while Ben.
0: yeah i was on vacation
1: okay well also
0: nothing's happening
1: well i couldn't do this podcast
0: enough. with kiss can you imagine because it'd be impossible
1: <laughs> all righty we'll talk to you next time thanks for joining me ben of course man i always like talking to you